Hello, everyone. This is Isaac Petrie. Welcome to the podcast. Be ready to be encouraged and enlightened as we discuss spiritual solutions for everyday life. Then number four, this is something that people do not think about. I'm telling you, you need to write this one down, all of them, but you need to brand this in your mind. Whenever provision is getting ready to manifest in your life, an opportunity to be offended is coming. It is the weapon of the devil. It's so old and tired and played out. Everybody ought to know. Everybody ought to know that an opportunity to be offended is attached to something that God's trying to get into your life. And when you understand that, you just won't, as John Bevere say, take the bait. You just, you just won't fall for it. Why? Because everything that God does in your life hangs up on the command to love him and love one another. Now, I got people sowing and giving and bringing it to the altar and then getting in it with somebody in the hallway after the service and offended and on the phone and talking and in strife and confusion and all that stuff. And, and, and you might, oh, no, I, I got I, this out. I don't know what that is, but I'm getting this out. Yeah, I'm getting this out. If I got grabbed on the mic, I'm getting this out. Yeah, I don't call stuff devil. You know the old saints, you know any little thing happened. They be, oh, no, the devil. But that might have been a demon right there because he, <laughs> he don't want this out. He don't want this out because this is his secret plan. Whenever God get ready to bless your house, yes, an opportunity for you and your spouse to get into it is coming. And you ought to just be wise enough now to just know we don't, we don't fuss in here. We don't fight in here. We don't get in strife. We don't get out of love. You just swallow it. You grow up. You mature. And you just don't, you just don't do it. Why? Because Satan will shut down everything. And you say, well, I don't know about that, but Pastor, give me, give me some word on that. Jesus said it this way. He says, if you have a gift, he says, and you bring it to the altar, and you find out your brother has offense with you, he says, leave a gift. Go be reconciled and then come and offer it. In other words, God said, I know you're sowing, but if you're in strife with your brother, God says, I can't receive it. Oh, this is big stuff. I can't receive it. I cannot receive it. If you are out of love, if you're in strife and disunity and disagreement and you're in unforgiveness and all that, God says, I cannot receive your offering. That's strong stuff. I can't tell you the people that I knew the Lord wanted to heal them, but he couldn't heal them because of their unforgiveness and strife. This is dangerous. And it's Satan's plan. Now, two things when it comes to love and unforgiveness. You got the flesh. The flesh in and of its nature does not want to love. Anybody recognize that? <laughs> it's selfish. Your emotions from the old man are all selfish. So you have to mortify those. Get them under you. And then Satan, a spirit of offense, is always lurking. Did you see how they looked at you? Did you see, how they, did you see what they said? And somebody always running to you telling them what somebody else said about you. You need to tell them, I don't want to hear that. I got a harvest on the way. 
<laughs> I'm working on something. I don't, even, I don't even care what they said. Why? Because you don't want your heart contaminated. It's amazing that your heart can contaminate something like your offering. It, it, it can just contaminate everything. It can shut down everything God's trying to do. And it opens the door for Satan to begin to attack your life. Not just in the area of provision, that's what we're talking about tonight, but in any area. Whenever you stand praying, forgive. There can be no unforgiveness. I don't care what they did. You'll forget about it when that harvest come in. <laughs> when that check come in, you'll forget all about what they said. Glory to God. <laughs> yeah, when that blessing started rolling. And plus, you have to realize the blessing carries persecution. That's in your Bible. Yeah, when God starts blessing you with a hundredfold, persecution comes to bless people. Why is that? The devil trying to get you to quit being blessed. He's constantly going to be stirring up something. And I'm amazed that in 2021, people still fall for that. We got to be old enough and wise enough spiritually to say, I owe my brother nothing but to love him. They don't have to love me back. That's when you know you're mature. I don't need, I don't need people to like me back, love me back, agree with me. I don't need none of that in order for me to love you. Yeah, love and forgiveness. I'm helping somebody's house tonight. If there's strife in your house, y'all go get that right tonight. Come into agreement. And watch God's blessings start to flow in your life. Number five, your provision can be hindered by covetousness and envy. Ooh, this is big. If you can't rejoice at somebody else being blessed, <laughs> I mean, you got seed in the ground, you've been sowing, you've been giving, and then God blessed somebody and something crops up in your heart. You're getting out of love. You're starting to get into selfishness and envy. You have to check your heart where these things are concerned. You start getting into covetousness. You start desiring and wanting what other people have. God is against covetous. I mean, altogether, he hates it. He hates envy and jealousy. It will shut down the favor of God over your life. Covetousness and envy. Why? Because what you will do with the blessing will be contaminated. Because God ain't blessing you to keep up with nobody. He ain't blessing you so you can feel good about the car you drive. Can, can I pat my own self on the back? In the old school, they used to, they used to amen themselves. I mean, they used to preach so good, they, they'd be like, what they used to, they mean, uh, preach Petrie. Yeah, you, no, 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 you've, you've contaminated the whole purpose for prosperity. 
God's, God's not into building your ego. He's not going to give it. If, if, if you can't feel secure on the bicycle, you ain't going to feel secure in the Bentley. It's just going to be something else. And after that, you're going to want a jet. <laughs> and after that, you're going to want an airliner. And after you just go, the next thing you want a shuttle to the moon. I mean, I mean, it's, it's envy just keeps on digging. It's like lust. It's, it's just wicked. And if you are ever tied in a self-esteem issue to things like that, you got to get all that out of your heart before God starts blessing you and providing for you and raising you up. It just ain't happening. So now check your heart. And make sure that there is no envy or covetousness in you. All of that is the rich young ruler, rich young fool, rich young, you're you're not going to have it for security. It ain't happening. The moment you start getting secure about all this kind of stuff in the provision realm, God's going to give you a challenge to make you break ranks with your your security and trust in that. Oh, it's coming. It's coming, and Satan going to make sure. <laughs> He's going to make sure it's coming too. Next thing you know, you're going to run into all these issues that people be talking about. Man, every time I get something, something happens. It's like you're putting it in your pocket with holes in it. I, I mean, it will happen. If you get tied to stuff to that degree, you got a test coming from God in which you're going to have to be stripped to pass that test. Am I teaching good tonight? Y'all was more excited on, on session one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Am I done with that, Lord? Yeah. Yeah. Glory to God. God is not against you having nice things, but he's against nice things having you. Do you know how many people are going broke trying to keep up with people? It's fake prosperity. They want to look prosperous. They ain't got no money, no savings account, nothing laid up, but they want to look like it. You're messing up everything. You have to deal with that. Okay, I'm going to move on because I got to finish. But I feel the Lord plowing somebody's field tonight. To get all of that out of your, out of, yeah, you're going to feel good. You get a new car. Absolutely. I mean, it's something about the new make you feel good, ain't it? Whenever you get in anything new, it's just like, oh, praise God. That's different than saying, I got to have it because they got it. That's the enjoyment of God. Thank you for blessing me. Woo, this feels so good. This is what I needed. This is the, this the house I need right here. It ain't. Have you seen my house? More work? (laughs) Number, Number six, faith and patience. Because we're moving in the earth realm and God's using people, the angels are moving on people to bring these things, and then he's moving on you to Connect all those dots and get everything flowing sometimes, y'all. Takes time. There's seed time and harvest time. 
you have to have faith and patience. Patience doesn't mean I'm waiting long. Patience is not the length you wait, it's how you wait. It is being consistent in the waiting process. And how do you do that? Number seven, praise and thanksgiving. I can't tell you how many people have given up too soon. I mean, the Lord had to work that blessing, and I'm using this figuratively. The Lord had to work that blessing all the way from New York down to Texarkana through a series of people and situations and circumstances, and he down to the last person that's about to call you, and you say something stupid. You get frustrated. You quit. Start complaining. And the angels are like, if you knew how close we were. The Holy Spirit says, if you would have gave me one more day. We were working it. Y'all say it. Say it's working. It's working. It's working. It's working. It's working. It's another realm. That's why I got to have faith. I can't see what they're doing, but I know they're doing something. I know they're out there moving on my behalf to bring the provision to my ministry, to my family, for my children, for my destiny, for that property. I know they're moving. I know they're doing it. And I cannot be caught up on what I see. Hallelujah. Can't be caught talking where you know this is a down season. Now, how, how does God have a down season? Well, I'm just being real. No, you ain't. No, you ain't. You're being fake. Because this is real. No, that's the way we think because we're tied to this system. But you got a God that can manipulate anything at any time to get it to you. And you have to have faith. You have to keep confessing the word. Get up every day speaking, decreeing the word, the blessing, the scriptures over your life. And you got to do it every day. Why? You got a devil fighting you every day. And if you would be half as busy as he is. Hallelujah. I'm talking about increase, y'all. I'm talking about running over. I'm talking about overflow, overflow, overflow. And I'm going to preach it until the church finally get it through their head. That this is the kingdom of heaven on the earth. And in order for us to get done what God wants done, we're going to have to have the wealth. The only reason the church is in trouble now is because we're under the thumb of the government. We're under the thumb of the media. We're under the thumb of business people. We're under the thumb of schools and school boards and systems. We're under the thumb of everything. That's not the will of God. Hallelujah. I want to be able to, for the Spirit of the Lord to speak to me and say, buy that property. They ain't even got to talk to the bank about it. Find out who owns it and run him a check. <laughs> Glory to you to God. Anybody feel that in your spirit? I'm telling you, it's out there. It's out there if we'll just get our faith up to this level. I'm telling you, the Spirit of God is working on it. And then just thank him. Thank him, thank him. Get up every day and thank him for it. 
I mean, this is how you run your business. You thank God for customers. You say, what? No, you ain't going to find that in no business school. You're not going to find that in no marketing plan. You find it in the kingdom. Get up in the morning and start thanking God. I thank God for 20 customers today, and they're all going to buy something. I I thank you. I thank you for everybody tied to the success because this is a kingdom business. This This is your representation in the earth realm. You got to start talking to it. When Leroy Thompson was raised up and started talking about money coming, people, what in the world is that? All it is is commanding the prosperity and the harvest that belongs to you, being a tither, a giver, a covenant person of wealth, commanding the angels to go bring it. Come here. Kenneth Hagin say the way God taught him prosperity is he said, don't you ever pray for money again. This is way back, way back in his ministry. He says, you're struggling because you're praying for money. He says, I ain't ever told you to pray for money. He says, don't you ever pray for money again. Everything you need is down there. It ain't up here. It's down there. He said, claim what you need. Good God. My God, my God, my God. Yeah, give us this day our daily bread. Claim what you need. You know you got a right to it if you've been sowing and if you've been giving and you've been putting him first and you got your heart right and you're, and you're walking in the plan and purpose of God and God told you to build a, a ministry or a school or build, build dormitories. Or, oh, yeah, it's out there. It's out there. Come on in here in Jesus' name. Whew. My God, my God. I'm telling you, your child's college tuition is out there. It is out there. I don't know who I'm talking to. It's out there. And if you tithe, if you give, now you're going to have to give. You're going to have to be a giver. You're going to have to go back to part one and listen to it. You're going to have to do this as a lifestyle. And when you do, God says, I'll return it to you. Good, Mitch, press down, shave, get a run up, 30, 60, 100, four. It is out there. Claim it and tell it to come on in here in Jesus' name. Make a demand by the authority and your faith and your confession and watch the angels and the spirit of God start moving in the earth realm to get it to you. That's amazing to me how many church folks would rather spend 40 hours a week and sometime pass in a place they can't stand to be at, hate to get up and go to, but expect a check at the end of the week to start the process all over again Monday morning. They will believe in that system. And then you stand up and you start preaching something like this. Hey, I don't know about that. Well, some, sometimes we all need just slapping, don't we? Like the, the, some, something's got to be wrong with us. If I'm going to doubt anything in the Bible, I ain't doubting this. Hallelujah. I'm sorry, this is the last time I got to, I got to, I got to drive it home tonight. Hallelujah. Kingdom currency. Somebody shout it and type it. Kingdom currency. This is the way it flows. And I'm telling you, the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and added no sorrow to it. And if you get in the plan of God, God wants to make you so independent that you your own boss. Now, that doesn't mean everybody's going to own a business, but it, it simply means that you are responsible for your provision. See, you can't beat this out of me because I was getting provided for when the church couldn't write me a check to meet my needs. Hallelujah. 
I was out there preaching, running all around the country, ending up in all these conferences and camp meetings, and I'm bringing in money. And the church, you don't have to struggle. You don't have to struggle. You don't have to struggle because I got it. I got it. making more money in a month than I would make in a year. And then Christ's nation started being blessed. I say, bring it on, Lord. Bring it on, Lord. And one of the things I told Pastor Iron, I say, keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Take it to the next level. Take it to the next level because when it go up, I'm going right on up with everybody else. Come on, y'all. God wants us blessed. So I want to pray for you. I want to pray that God get this revelation so deep inside of you that you trust him for provision. And this is not a mystery. It's not hit and miss, hope and maybe. There's a system of the way heaven operates the currency in the earth. For your provision and it's very purposeful and the Lord says if you'll trust me tonight and put your finances in my hand now everything in the world system is not bad there, there are things in the world system that that you can take advantage of things you can do I don't mean to minimize people who work and who have worked hard and retired and all of that please please don't be offended But what I am saying is that there is, I've seen too many people who feel like they're left out because they're not educated, because they don't have these great jobs, single parents, single mothers, kids, all types of issues, no jobs, losing jobs, in between jobs, up, down, in and out. I came to tell you, there's a way to fix all of that. Last Wednesday night and this Wednesday night is your answer. So, Father, I just pray right now that the eyes of their understanding be enlightened. And even those of us that are experienced the blessing of this kingdom system, oh, take us, take us to the next level of giving and receiving and grace and favor and doors and opportunities and just take us to the next level. Put another zero on the end of it, Father, of everything we believed you for. Take us higher. We want wealth and riches in our house and our righteousness to endure forever. In Jesus' mighty name. Now say this after me. Say, the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow with it. Word rich means abundantly supplied. I have more than enough for me so I can be a blessing to somebody else. And I want to say this before I close because the only reason people are comfortable with their life and don't really grasp hold to things like this, I found out that the people in whom this message resonates with are people who are doing something. They're people who are doing something in the earth. They're doing something in life. They're, they're, they're trying to, to be a bigger blessing. They're trying to create things. They're trying to create generational wealth. They're trying to create, they're trying to, and, and people who just want to, you know, sit back and have enough and retire, I'm good, and I ain't worried about nothing, and I'm, this message doesn't really resonate. But I came to tell you that is not God's will for your life. Yeah, you taken care of, but that's so selfish. That's so selfish. Don't, don't anybody in here ever think like that. 
Don't ever think like that. There is so much more. You're sitting in a church where I've got vision, Pastor Iron's got vision to do things back here behind us in this property and this building and paying off stuff and building things, big plans. It's going to take money, and God wants to use you to provide it so you can get the blessing for it. I'm telling you, got to have it. There's work to do in Jesus' name. Come on, thank God for the word. Receive this impartation tonight. Receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it. Thank you, Lord. I pray you were blessed by today's podcast. Take a moment and subscribe to it and review it and share it with someone else so that we can stay connected. Be blessed.